Dan Perkins Media proudly presents Moms Across America, a program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Moms Across America, this is Vicki Tonkins with my co-host, Annie Eubulus, and we are glad to be here with you today. I want to start out by saying please get your free constitution at ashbrook.org forward slash constitution. That's ashbrook.org forward slash constitution. And we all know why, but I'll say it again. You need to know what your rights are and you can find that out in your constitution because that's how America is governed. So we have a packed show today, but we're going to start out, as you all know, Annie was not here last week, and uh, Dan Perkins, our producer, uh, filled in for her. So Annie is going to tell us a little bit about her trip, uh, why she was in Washington, D.C., how things worked out, how much fun she had in that great place. (laughs) I was flown along with a whole mess of other activists from across the nation uh, down to, uh, I should say, up to Washington, D.C., uh, by fairusa.org. And thank you guys over there, especially Susan Tully, who did hard work in organizing this, and my dear friend Hannah Davis, formerly of Heritage, now working with fairusa.org. We were there to discuss HR2, which is the House uh, version of Secure the Border Act, which is a highly comprehensive bill. It was put together between Heritage Foundation and fairusa.org and covers all the nuts and bolts that are being ignored at the current border situation, covering everything from the securing more agents to do the actual enforcement work and not changing diapers, making sure that we have the proper people coming in for amnesty so that they don't just read off a little card that some NGO, non-government agency, uh, gives them to help them sneak across the border illegally, that if you are here for amnesty, It is for a genuine purpose that you are in danger because of the government persecuting you. If that was the situation, we welcome you with open arms. But if you're just coming here to work for a little while, send the money back home, I'm sorry. You know, we have other programs that do support that. Then you can come across legally, legally work, and then go back home if you want. But it, it covers also the parole issue that we have, people getting these warrants and being told to show back up in court, but your court date may be, if you're lucky, 10 years from now. (laughs) Uh, It covers all those wonderful things, including protecting the children, to making sure these children are not being shuttled off into some foster care or to some phony person who claims to be their uh, relative. Meanwhile, they're being sold into the sex trade or used as slave labor. It is a horrible thing that is happening to these children and to a lot of these illegal aliens, paying the uh, cartels, the coyotes, untold amount of money to come across. It also addresses the NGOs, these non-government organizations that are making tens of thousands of dollars per person that comes across here illegally. It shuts that faucet off. And the best part, there's two sections in there that allow the states to sue either the government or an agency for failing to secure the border and enforce the Secure the Border Act. Now, the Senate has another bill uh, that 
they're trying to say is very similar. It has some similarities to it. It's a Senate Bill SB 1312, but it is weak. It lacks on the amnesty. It lacks on the, the parole. It lacks uh, giving everything they need to the border agents to do their job. It lacks on helping these children that do come across safely. And if we need to return them to have them return to the proper family, it doesn't do those all those protections. And what we were doing is going to various Senate offices and uh, congressional offices that were within our state uh, that are there in DC representing us, asking them to actively work to strengthen SB 1312. There is on GovTrack website, HR2, the Secure the Border Act at the House. So people can go there and actually see the very things. It's that it's done in like crib notes, very, very easy to read. So if they want to do something to help us secure this nation and secure our borders, they can take a look at it and then write to their congressman, to their senator, and say, hey, listen, let's get this instituted. Let's get this funded. Bring America back to security and safety. I mean, the number of people that are dying from fentanyl deaths, this is absolutely outrageous. Over 100,000 this year alone, it is rivaling the amount of number of people that are dying from cancer and other illnesses. It's climbing, it's in the top 10 now. Right? When Trump was in office, we got maybe 105 kilograms of fentanyl that came across. It is now up to 20,000 pounds of fentanyl coming across the border. That is enough to kill every single person in this nation three times over. It's costing us an additional $150 billion in taxes, this illegal aliens. President Biden has his own version, which is absolutely weak. All it does is just facilitate what is already going on. It's shoving money at a problem, but not solving the problem. And we need the problem solved. And that's what we were doing. I mean, uh, Fair USA did a wonderful job in helping us. They scheduled the meetings. The only problem was, is that we had meetings on one side of the national wall, then you had to cross all the way over to the other side and then come back here. And we crossed yeah. maybe five times. And I'm sorry, these old bones just couldn't take it. <laughs> and baby, when I got home Thursday, I could not even move out of the bed. It took me until like around eight o'clock at night when I was finally able to get up and start moving around. But I guess every step is worth it if we are going for a really good, worthy cause. And this this was a worthy cause. Absolutely. Now, do you know when this is going to be presented on the floor? The Senate, that the Senate bill has already once been presented on the floor, and I didn't check with GovTrack to see where it is now. They were more concentrated on the uh, the federal budget, which they came to a compromise in the House. So the government's not going to shut down on Friday at this point. So they've been concentrating on that. So everything's been pushed aside. Meanwhile, Mayorkas is continuing to lie under oath. Absolutely. <laughs> as he testifies before the Senate. I have to say, some of the, the staff members that we met overall of the senators and cong congressional people were very gracious, very loving. Many of them were very knowledgeable on the subject. And then there was one or two that we needed to educate. And that's the most important thing. Getting to those offices where they're not knowledgeable about the subject and teaching them, you know, the ins and outs and showing them where the public stands and what we need for them to do. Yeah, I've heard it said, you know, government, working for the government is the only place where you can act like a fool and keep your job. 
Um, <laughs> it's really sad that, that that's the case when you have people like Mayorkas and, and different ones who are really, they're not helping our country. They're, no. they're doing our country a, a huge disservice. And then, you know, you talk about all these children who have been abused, who, you know, are coming a, across the border. I mean, how did we get away from Ellis Island? How did we get away from that documenting of people and knowing who was coming into our country to where we are now? It's, it's like, is there anybody in Washington, D.C. that knows how to govern, that knows how to make laws or, or put things in place that are going to protect the American people anymore? No, it's actually basically about the votes. Uh, up into the 1970s, mid-1970s, and I forget which exactly year it was, is when the immigration laws drastically changed. Up until that point, you need to have a visa in order to enter. Um, you needed to have a place to live. You needed to have a sponsor. You needed to have a job lined up. And you could not be on any government dole, any sort of government money for yeah. five years. That yeah. means no welfare, no Section 8 housing, no Medicaid. You had to be self-sufficient. And there I know sometimes, no... sometimes, let me interrupt you real quick because I don't want to forget this point. Sometimes you hear people uh, on, on the left talk about how um, we want to be like um, Scotland and all these, these places who, who have these great uh, thriving economies. Well, one of the things they don't talk about is that those are countries who have very, very strict immigration, just like you were saying that we once had here, you had mm -hmm. to have that job lined up. You had to have that situation where you knew where you were going to live. You couldn't be on welfare. You had to come into, you have to come into their countries and you have to be able to produce. And that's what we have forgotten here in America. Well, what we have now is actually a two-tier system for immigration. You have those that do come here legally. Yes. And they, in order for them to become a legal citizen or resident, they have to jump through so many hurdles and pay so much for attorneys and court fees. They do this legally. I yes. had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Nick Adams when he was in the midst of trying yeah. to come here. He finally was after numerous years. And you hear about the thousands upon thousands of dollars they pour in just to get their case into court for an attorney. But if you're an illegal, you're handed everything free. for free. It is yes. treating people on an unequal basis and why we don't have a class action suit by these people coming here legally against the federal government and to say hey listen this is not equal protection under the law and I, that's a good question and maybe someone listening may get say hey a bell just went off in my head and maybe this is another way to tackle illegal immigration and that those of us deserving to come to this nation willing to work for this nation willing to be patriotic and loyal to this nation, to this constitution and the people within it, rather than those that are coming across illegally. And we still don't know how many terrorists are coming across the border. Now, remember, 9-11 just took four individuals and three planes to bring our nation to a standstill. Yes. To have us alter our laws to violate the constitution with the Patriot Act and other actions they did. We gave away a lot of our freedoms because of four individuals and three planes. And these are people that came ah. across on legal visas, but stayed illegally, some of them. How many have come across the border now? How many are coming across that are legally, uh, I'm sorry, of the age of military age men? 
coming yes. across alone. We've got Chinese nationals. We have Middle Eastern. Uh, we don't even know any longer who's coming across the border. The and only the, way we know it count is by the cameras. And it's interesting that you would say that because you think about the marches that are happening, these pro-Palestinian marches that are happening, hundreds of thousands. It, that's an army. So who's leading this army? Who who are the individuals leading this army? You know, I'm all, you know, I don't want to do any profiling or anything like that, even though sometimes I, most times I think it's necessary. But you have to look at the crowd and say, okay, are you legal? Are you illegal? Did you cross the border recently? Did you cross the border five years ago? Have you done anything to become an American citizen? Those are the types of questions we have to ask. And and it's kind of it's mind-boggling to me that this is celebrated here in America. When you when I look at those crowds, I'm thinking some something is not kosher. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Because you don't yes. know. Who are these people? Where did you come from? Are you here legally? And now all of a sudden you have flags and you have signs and you have all this material to be able to protest against the nation that you want to be you. Look how organized those protests are. The exactly. uniforms that they wear, the signs that they carry, the flags that they carry. And how their chants are all uniform from the river to the sea. I tell me they don't want the annihilation of Israel. And, and look they, how violent they can be, those protests, compared to the one that was just in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Yes. It's, isn't it amazing how different, how different it is? Well, we only have a few seconds left. And I want to continue this, this conversation uh, a little bit more on our second half. And then we'll get into a couple of other things. But uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your trip. And it's <laughs> awesome, some of the things that you were talking about, because we need to hear about this more, because I was not aware of H HR2 until you started mentioning it. And and I'm thinking about, why, why are they not talking about this? Hmm. Interesting. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, Moms Across America. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066. Back to Moms Across America. We're going to continue our conversation with Annie concerning her trip to Washington, D.C. and HR2 as well as SB 1312. Annie, you were mentioning something break, so go ahead and, and lead out with that so that um, moms can understand what, 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 what we're looking at and what we need to do in America. Yeah, it is. You mentioned why it's important to moms, because these people are coming into our local communities, these neighborhoods, and these children are not being screened for a lot of different types of diseases, such as tuberculosis, uh, measles, scarlet fever. Um, there's a rise in leprosy. 
that yeah. this nation has never seen in in decades. A lot of these diseases had been stamped out here in the United States, rubella, polio. And now we're seeing a resurgence of this. So it does directly affect the health of our families and our communities, not mentioning how many are criminal cartel members that are being unleashed oh, yeah. in the community. And uh, this is a personal note, and this is something I shared with some of the congressional and Senate uh, aides I spoke with, is a very dear friend of mine, uh, still lives, my best friend, she and I literally shared the cradle together, still lives <laughs> in the same house she grew up in with her family. Wow. It's in a town called Brentwood on Long Island. She cannot leave, she cannot sell her house because the cartels have taken over the whole town. Oh. And Brentwood has been notorious in new, numerous uh, news articles where people have been killed by the cartels because the rise in drugs, the rise in fentanyl deaths and everything else uh, concerning these drug gangs actually literally running the town and the other surrounding areas also. This is, has a real impact on our local communities. It is is a phenomenal thing. In you had mentioned earlier about the crowds that are out there protesting against Israel, and there is in HR two uh, where they want to collect the DNA and biometrics of individuals coming across. So yes, at this point, it's possible to run facial recognition and see if this person in the crowd is someone who came across illegally or is here on an amnesty claim or on a warrant parole claim. And mm. possibly this HR2 would provide the ability to do this and say, all right, fine, you're over here. We know where you are. We are now deporting you because you now are, called, are disruptive to our nation. Right. Right. So these things are they they want to do so many good new technological things to help secure the border. But this is also a way in which doing it. If this person that's coming across cannot be have a background check done on them, a criminal background check, I'm sorry, we're not going to admit you. Because a lot of nations, these individuals don't carry ID cards like it's mandatory for us here in the United States. Everyone doesn't carry an identification card. And there's sometimes no way to trace back to where this person was born, much less they're, they're mm -hmm. using their actual legal name. If we can't do a background check on them, especially a criminal background check, you're not coming across. Interesting you should say that. This has brought, brought something to my mind. You know, you said that here in America, we, we have to have ID. We have to have some type of identification, a picture identification showing who we are, where we live, that sort of thing. And it used to be that you would have to show that ID at uh, the voting polls, which I vote in person, so I still have to do that. And I don't mind it because I happen to have an ID. Isn't it interesting? The progressives, they call themselves, want to do away with that. They want to do away with IDs and, and having to show any identification when you, what, go to vote? Hmm, sounds like a plan, does it not? And yet they're po they're pushing for a national uh, ID card. Yeah, they don't want to show ID to go vote, but you want a national ID card where everyone right. comes on the federal database. I'm sorry. Uh, what about being secure in your persons and papers as the Constitution guarantees us? Uh, exactly. However, also in HR2, because we were mentioning about getting onto planes and stuff, going through TSA. In HR2, if you come across and the only identification is that warrant that you were given, you're not getting on a plane. 
You need a valid identification like everyone else going on the plane. No more free ride. And I had a laugh because on the way back, I had a bottle of water in my purse. And they stopped everything, all my stuff from going through because I had a bottle of water. It was a 12-ounce bottle of water in my purse because I am disabled. I was getting escort help uh, between the uh, check-in and the gate. And he's trying to find out what's going on. When he found out it was just a bottle of water, I said, it's for my medication. <laughs> I said, it's my medication. <laughs> they did let, it go, let me go through. Uh, but they are screening us. Yeah, you have valid IDs, and yet if you're an illegal immigrant, you are then escorted past TSA and allowed onto the plane. I have to say, I'm the people that were in my group. We were, were representing Florida and South Carolina. Wonderful people. They paired us up with really fantastic. We had a lot of sheriffs, a lot of sheriffs in our group. Wow. But we also had some people that were here that were legally legally made citizens. They immigrated properly, and they were now here as legal citizens with us. So they were there to give their side of the story. You know, I, I can say so much because of my experience. I'm only second-generation American, but what I know of what's happening to family and friends because of where they live and what has happened because of illegal immigration and drug cartels expanding. So we're getting all different sides of the story. And that is the great part of the way Fair as they put us all together. You had people from law enforcement background, people. One woman was a realtor. And this is something I didn't know, that she has to find rental properties for people that are here illegally because of the laws saying she can't give any different treatment, even though they're here illegally. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. It, it makes it, like I said, it's backwards. Yeah. People who want to do things the right way are basically punished. And those who want to do it the wrong way, they're given privileges. They're given special treatment, like you were saying. And I don't know how we got so flip-flop on this, but we have got to change this. Because and, and some people say, well, we shouldn't have borders. We don't need borders. What do we need borders for? Safety. <laughs> that's one, that's one reason. Uh, and another reason is how do you decide where your country is if you have no boundaries, if you have no borders? Well, not only that, name me one other country in this entire globe that has such lenient policy. If you were to go to Mexico, you're not, you can be a legal resident. You have to right. come across, you have to come across legally. You have to check in with the local police, but you cannot work. One of the people that was with us ended up buying property in Honduras. And they said that when they went down to visit their property and stay, and they have to register every 30 days, otherwise right. after 30 days, they must leave. They are not allowed to work. They are not allowed to be full-time residents every 30 days. You either renew your visa or you leave. But they said the people that were living and working around them have disappeared. Why? Because they were told, come to America. You'll get yourself free housing, free medical care, free education, free this, free that. Come to America, the land of milk and honey. No other nation has as lenient and has been as generous as we have been. And we are now paying the ultimate price because we. this is an army invasion. There's no other yeah. way to explain it. This is a full-fledged invasion of our land. 
Right. And I think moms need to understand this, like you were saying earlier, this affects all of us. It affects our economy. I mean, just think about gas prices alone. You know, we were talking about that before the show. That is affecting us. Yes, it's coming down, but we're not no we're nowhere near where it was when Trump was in office. And no. you know, I was excited when I saw that the gas had gone down and I could fill up my tank a lot cheaper. However, this is all politically motivated. That's just my opinion. I can no. be well, in, in right now, currently in today's economy, a lot of people are no longer able to buy that home. That's because right. Because home prices have risen. Yes, interest rates are still starting to go down, but pre-pandemic, we were looking at interest rates around two, three, four percent. That's right. National average is now 7.9%, just slightly down a little bit, but not enough where a young family can find a home large enough to fit their growth exactly. so what is happening now couples are choosing not to have children because of the economy and those that do have children are unable to find a home that would adequately adequately have enough room for their current children yes because so like our our birth rates are dropping they were dropping yep. ahead of time but now they're plummeting yes and when you talk about housing, you know, we've, we've really been talking to my daughter and her family because they, you know, they've already been pre-approved, but the problem is the interest rate is so high, they would not be able to afford the payments, even though they have a down payment, it would be still so high. I mean, he's a police officer. She, she's a homeschool mom. She's taking care of their, their two children, you know, trying to raise them. Even though they can, they can, they have some down payment. The size house that they need is out of what they've been approved for. So they're in a in a catch twenty two. Here they are, good kids doing it the right. I call them kids because they're my kids. You know, they're doing <laughs> it the right way, but yet they're being punished by. I'm going to be nice when I say this. They're being punished by elected officials who have no idea on how to govern and how to do things the right way that's beneficial to the people. You're punishing the people who want to do things the right way. And it's just like uh, people coming over here legally, they're having to pay this an exorbitant amount of money, yet you give everything to those who do it illegally. We've got to turn this ship the right way. Everything is yep. upside down and it's just wrong. Well, in this last minute we have, I wanna throw a little extra monkey wrench because as housing prices increase, so do rents. Yes. So now those that are looking for a home thinking they'd save themselves some money are finding their rents are going up. So now they no longer have that extra money to put down for a down payment for a home. They're struggling just to keep up household bills. Yes. And they're now using all of their credit cards where their credit card debt is increasing. And you're talking about credit uh, interest rates of 29, 30%. Yep. Yet a person who's coming here illegally Guess what they're doing? They're getting what five, six thousand dollars a month, no job, living so off the government. <laughs> the land of fruit and honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I also think about our veterans and how they're some of them are suffering. They have so many issues. Yet we can just give out money to people who just walk across the border. Maybe we just need to have our vets just go to another country and walk across the border into America and get the treatment that they're supposed to be getting. Maybe that's the answer. 
jeez. Oh, oh, well, moms across America, I don't think we solved all the world's problems today, but I think we had some pretty good solutions. Um, thank you so much for being with us. The show seems to go by so fast. We were going to talk about so many other things and we just did not get to delve <laughs> into them like we wanted to. But I'm excited that that we have people like Annie who are going and making a difference in Washington, D.C. And you can do that too. Get involved, get engaged. Don't just let things happen in your community. Step out in your community and make a difference as well. And remember, Moms Across America, you are America. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. And we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com. And give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.